welcome back to the Calvin and Hobbes cast. I am your host, Nathan. I'm still out in the wilderness, and I wanted to talk about Calvin and Hobbes, a strip that's about television. The strip came out December 30th, 1985. In the first panel, Calvin is watching TV. Hobbes walks up, holding a newspaper, and says, It says here that by the age of six, most children have seen a million murders on television. Calvin gets up, crosses his arms. I find that very disturbing. It means I've been watching all the wrong channels. Now, Calvin, obviously a lover of cartoon and other televised violence, wishes he'd been exposed to more at this point. Obviously disappointed that he hasn't gotten enough of that input. But where did this come from? This age of six, most children have seen a million murders on television. Well, that's what I'm here for. People write into me and they say, Nathan, there's something in this Calvin and Hobbes strip. Can you Google it for me? And I say, kind of. I'll try. Here's what I found. Courtesy of the Cultural Indicators Project, which was founded by George Gerbner, they famously made an estimate that the average child will have watched 8,000 murders on television by the age of 12. Now, in this strip, it says a million by age of six. I couldn't find anything to back that up. That's a lot. That's really a lot of murders, really, when you think about it. My theory is that Bill Watterson changed the number to a million because it's more sensational. And he changed the age to six because Calvin is six. This has been referenced before, like when Calvin shows his dad the polling results that shows his numbers are down among six-year-olds. The punchline only really works if the age that you've seen the murders by is the same as Calvin's. So I could see why that would happen. Now, these studies are also about whether or not seeing televised violence causes you to be violent in real life. I don't know, but Calvin is violent in real life. He hasn't murdered anybody, though. Unless you count Spaceman Spiff. I can only speak for myself, but I've been in the wilderness for two days, and I've also not murdered anyone. Have I done any violence? I guess not. But it's only noon. If you'd like to learn more about George Gerbner and his work on television violence, there's an article on The Atlantic called The Man Who Counts the Killings, which goes in depth. If you'd like to learn more about Calvin and Hobbes, I'd recommend picking up Calvin and Hobbes by Bill Watterson. It's the first collection of Calvin and Hobbes strips, and in it you can find Calvin and Hobbes doing various things. Now, this is kind of off topic, but a lot of times people criticize culture and they say we're not even moving forward, moving backwards. But in one case, we are moving forward. Those little things at the bottom of bathroom doors where you can step on it and pull away, open the door without using your hands, a big step up. From what I understand, people in the past didn't really care about this. They would just use disgusting uh, hand dryers in the bathroom and call it good. As time progressed, we realized that paper towels are probably better for drying your hands, and then you can use the paper towel on the door handle to open it. You can tell this started catching on when they started putting trash cans by the door instead of just by the sink. That way people wouldn't just throw their paper towels all over the floor or just behind the door or something like that. But now we're finally getting there. We can find the appropriate thing you do. You just wash your hands in the bathroom, you shake them, dry them on your clothes a little bit, you use the little foot thing. You open the door. You don't want to touch the door. It's the thing everybody touches right after they use the bathroom when they don't wash their hands. And when your hands are damp, it's like reactivates all those germs in, in my mind. That's what I think happens. It's what it feels like. It feels grosser to me. Things that are wet feel gross. So anyway, kudos society. We're getting up there. There's also one where you can just pull it open with your arm. It's like an angled door. That one's okay too. I like that one. All right. Thanks for listening to Calvin and Hobbes cast. See you on the next strip. Yukon Ho.
The excerpts used in this podcast are from the complete... By the way, that thing in the bathroom that you step on and pull is appropriately called the step and pull, which I think is a reference to the band Steppenwolf, or I guess the creature Steppenwolf, the character. Or maybe not. Step and pull. If you own a restaurant, get one. It can't be that expensive. The excerpts used in this podcast are from The Complete Calvin and Hobbes, published by Andrews McNeil, LLC, copyright 2005 by Bo Otterson, all rights reserved. No infringement is intended. The books are being used for the purposes of commentary and review. Please don't sue us.